It's time for Rhema for Today. Ask and you shall receive. Pray and believe. Now Peter was put in jail. And they were going to execute Peter. But the church prayed. And when the church prayed, the angel of the Lord visited Peter and uh, took him out of the jail. Now, when they got there the next morning and Peter was gone... Welcome to Rama for Today. Kenneth W. Hagan wraps up his teaching, Prayer, the Power Plant of the Church. Later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth W. Hagan for today's message. Now, you and I, when we pray, we need to understand that if we are praying for in line with God's Word, something's already talked about that is His will, there's no use for us to do this. But if it be your will can be added when you don't know the will of God. I prayed many times because I didn't know whether it was really God's will for something or not. I knew there were certain things that needed to be accomplished. I knew that God was moving on me to do something and leave where I was, but I knew that I couldn't do it without some things accomplished. I said, all right, God, if this is what you want, if this is your will, then you've got to take care of this, 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 and I named them off, and you know what? Boom, 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 boom. Hello. Now you're not hindering your faith. The only time you're hindering your faith is when you know what God's will is and you're doing this kind of nonsense. But there are many times there are some things that you pray for that you don't know what is the will of God. And I knew that if I left this position that I was at, that there were certain things that were going to have to take place before I could leave that position in the first place. So I said, all right, God, this is going to have to be taken care of in the first place. I, I believe you're moving on me to, to go, and I'm willing to do it, but now these things got to be taken care of. Hello. Now, Solomon prayed. And do you know what? He received what he prayed for. You know what Solomon prayed for? Wisdom. Wisdom. But God said, because you didn't ask for riches, you asked for wisdom, I'm going to make you rich also. Here lately, I've been praying for wisdom a lot. Maybe some of the rest of you need to start praying for wisdom. <laughs> no, as I have been praying in recent weeks, two things have been in my prayers as I just let the Spirit begin to pray through me. Two things that I see. I am continually praying, and I, I, I catch myself, anointing, oh Lord, the anointing, the anointing, Lord, the anointing. 
And then I catch myself saying, wisdom, Lord, wisdom, Lord, wisdom. You know, I, I, I think the anointing is flowing in a lot of people in a lot of areas in the world today. I think some people are not using much wisdom in how they're handling the anointing. Playing with it. Oh God, that we have the anointing, but that we have the wisdom to operate in that anointing. Hezekiah prayed. And the army that had them surrounded, they had a plague, strike them. You can read that in 2 Kings 19. And then Hezekiah prayed again. And this time he added, he got 15 years added to his life. Then a fellow by the name of Jabez. Jabez means suffering, sorrow, defeat, so to speak. He prayed, he said, 1 Chronicles 4, Enlarge my coast that thine hand might be upon me, that thou wouldest keep me from evil, that it might not grieve me. And God granted him his request. See, his mother bore him in sorrow and defeat and so forth, and so she called him Jabez. That's what his name means. How would you like to be walking around and every time you open your mouth, every time somebody says, what's your name? You say, defeat, sorrow, misery, that's me. That's what his name meant. Jabez prayed and said, Lord, change this mess. Enlarge my coast. Man, I'm all hemmed in here. Enlarge this thing, so forth and so on. Daniel prayed. Now, Daniel prayed for the restoration of his beloved city, Jerusalem. It had been laying in ashes since Nebuchadnezzar had come in and taken it over. And this man of God prayed diligently. And he got to live to see King Cyrus make the decree that permitted all Jews to return and build that beloved city. He prayed. Is it possible if he, if he had not have prayed for the restoration and rebuilding of Jerusalem that it might not have happened? I don't know. John Wesley says that God, it seems that God can do nothing for man unless he prays. It seems that that, from the word of reading the word of God, that that's the way that God has set it up. Ask and you shall receive. Pray and believe. Now Peter was put in jail. And they were going to execute Peter. But the church prayed. And when the church prayed, the angel of the Lord visited Peter and uh, took him out of the jail. Now, when they got there the next morning and Peter was gone, they could find no, no locks that had been jimmied. They found no bars that had been sawed off or anything else. 
Peter was just gone. He wasn't in the prison no more. I mean, here is a man that was in the, in the dungeon down in there. And I want you to notice that this, this man was so, had his faith so in God that the angel had trouble getting him awake to get him out of there. Go read the story. I mean, he's sawing logs. Y'all understand what that means? Like a sawmill. And the angel of the Lord led him out. I mean, they walked. They walked right out of the prison. How would you like to do that? I mean, you know, you have somebody locked up. And you get up the next morning and everything is still secure. All the locks are still in place. But they're gone. No tunnels. No nothing. Everything just like it was. See, that's the power of prayer. That's what prayer can do. Habakkuk prayed for revival. He said, revive us. Revive that work. I wonder today if we don't need to pray for revival. We've had a tremendous outpouring of the Holy Spirit. And I've had the privilege to live long enough to see the power of God in action in The 40s, the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, and 90s. And I've noticed with each outpouring of the Spirit of God, people began to let it slip away. Charismatics, we've been around long enough that we got our own tradition, and it's worse than the tradition that we came out of. I'm wondering if we're not choking in the smoke rather than being alive in the fire. Let us pray for revival. Let us begin to pray and stir up those smoldering embers until once again they become a flame of fire with the anointing and the power of God in manifestation. Sure, we're willing to move on. Sure, we need to move on. Sure, different eras run their course but so many times we do not know how to pray and stir up the revival fires to move on with God. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Kenneth W. Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. I want to tell you about this month's radio offer. 
The first in this offer is the book by Kenneth E. Hagan, Training the Human Spirit. The next item is the six CD set by Kenneth E. Hagan, The ABCs of Bible Faith. Also in this package is the CD from Kenneth W. Hagan's teaching, You Can Make a Comeback. You can get all of this for the price of $35. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. And once again, you know, if you have it, we've heard the testimonies, but if you have a testimony, yes. uh, something that you've read our books or listened to one of the CDs or watched the or television, watched the television program. program, we or would, been in our crusades. That's right. We would love for you to share your, your testimony at te, and just go to testimony at rhema.org. You know, hon, people hear us say, thank you for helping us. To bring yeah, hope, help, and healing, healing to, to the, the world. world. Yes. And actually, we say that because of our partners. We call them Rhema Word Partners. Well, what is that? It's somebody that prays for us regularly, and then they send an offering once a month for, to support Rhema. Yes. Whatever you can afford to send. It doesn't make any difference, small or great, large or small, yes. whatever. It doesn't That's make right. any difference. It helps us. And you can go to rhema.org slash WPC, Word Partner Club, and find out all about it and sign up if you want to. But we want to thank all of you that are partners with us. Monday, we'll start a new and powerful teaching from Kenneth E. Hagan. That's next week on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Have a great weekend.